Once again, good morning, everybody. This story is told about a priest, a pastor that got up in the pulpit and apologized for the band-aid on his face. He said, I was thinking about my homely this morning while shaving and cut my face. Afterward, he found a nod in the collection basket after the mass. It says, next time, think about your face and cut the homily. (laughs) Now you know why I grow my beard. Today, the church celebrates the feast of the presentation of the Lord. Today's feast of the presentation of the Lord comes 40 days after the birth of Jesus. According to the Jewish custom, the first male child should be offered to God in the temple. You know, Mary and Joseph come to the temple to fulfill this custom of the Jewish tradition, where they meet an old old man, Simeon, who is totally a stranger to them. Mary did not know, Joseph did not know who he was and what was his mission on this occasion. Nobody in the temple knew who Jesus was and who his parents were. They were they like anyone else in the temple, in the crowd. The only one person who knew who were Mary and Joseph, it was Simeon. And he knew who Jesus was. So he comes to Mary and gets Jesus from her her arms and holding Jesus up and proclaimed, Master, now you may let your servant go in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and a glory for your people of Israel. That's what just now we heard from the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 2, 22 to 30. Mary never expected that this man would be coming and doing this. But after hearing this proclamation from Simeon, she felt so comforted and so encouraged. Because after the uh, annunciation that received with faith, she was not sure what her role is going to be, what she is going to face in her life. So these words of Simeon is so comforting, so encouraging to Mary. You know, these words of uh, Simeon, which he proclaimed in the temple was taken from the book of Prophet Isaiah, chapter 49, verse 6. Prophet Isaiah said, there would be someone coming in the future who would be light to the Gentiles and a glory for the Israel. Now, this proclamation becomes a confirmation about what has been foretold by Prophet Isaiah in the temple. The story is not stopped there. Simeon goes on telling Mary 
Behold, this child will be destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be contradicted and you yourself a sword will pierce so that the thoughts of many will be revealed. Luke chapter 2, 34 to 35. As we know, Mary received the Annunciation before the birth of Christ. And now this becomes the second Annunciation to Mary. The second Annunciation in which things are becoming more clear for Mary about her role in the salvation history and in the life of her son Jesus. And this Annunciation tells Mary what is going to happen to her son, that he will be hated by many and he is going to face a death on the cross for the salvation of the world. Now, Mary also is invited to take part in the suffering ministry of Jesus. As we know, Mary and uh, Joseph took child Jesus not to anywhere else, to the temple of the Lord. They did not take Jesus to a place where they can enjoy the picnic so that the child may be more happy by the situations around him. They took Jesus to the temple. Now, the reason why, why Mary and Joseph took Jesus to the temple, because they understood very clearly it is where this child is going to find the meaning of his life and the mission of life. And it is here we have to think, where do we take our children? And what do we present to our children? Now, I'm so happy when I see the families coming to the church on Sundays or on other days to offer the Mass. And I'm so disappointed to listen to someone who is telling me, Father, I was so disturbed with the cry of the child, or that, that, that child was so playful in the church, I was so distracted. Who told you to be distracted? And Pope Francis says, if you listen to the cry of a child, if you find a child playing in the church, that's the best homily that you can listen or watch. Because every child is a gift, and every life is a gift that we have to be always praising God for the gift of life. By taking Jesus to the temple to be presented to God, they were also presenting to Jesus his Almighty Father. The thing that we have to remember when we come to the church, that when we come to the church, we have to be a present to each other, to one another. I'll tell you a story which happened 2014 in India. Father Martin, who was newly ordained, his ordination was going on in Hassan Parish. And his ordination was over. And in the front pew of the church, there was a particular chair set up for his mother, who was counting her last days because of the fatal cancer that she had. She was there just to attend only, his, only her first, uh, only, 
her son's first mass. The doctors said her days were counted. She had all the medical equipments, including oxygen. She was sitting in the front pew. After he was ordained, he was going to offer the first mass. Father Martin was going to offer his first mass. He went to his mother, asked for her blessing, and she blessed him. Both of them were crying. Tears were rolling down from both of their eyes. And Father, after, Father Martin, after receiving the blessing from his mother, he went to the altar, started offering the Mass. As during the time of the offering of the gift on the altar, when he raised the bread and wine, asking the Lord to transform it into his body and blood, he forgot all the prayers of the missile. And raising the bread and wine on the altar, he started praying with a crying loud voice, Lord of mercy, Lord of miracle, I strongly believe that you are present in this, in this bread and wine. I ask you to heal my mother. He was crying, the whole community was crying in the church. And he offered this Mass, he completed the Mass. Everyone thought it was just a, a feeling that, that made him to pray like this. But he really meant it. He really asked, asked it. He had the real faith. Nobody thought afterwards what was going to happen to his mother. But after two months, Father Martin comes to the same parish where he offered his first Mass having two files in his hands, holding it up. He said to the community, he made, a, he made his testimony to the community, raising one before his first holy mass about the medical report of his mother, that she was counting her days of the fourth stage of cancer. And the other file which he, which he had in his hand, raising it up said, this is the final report after my first mass from the same doctors who treated my mother. It says, my mother is completely healed of cancer. Why did I say this story? Why do I say this story? It is this way we have to be a present to each other. In faith and humility, if we really offer our dear ones, especially our children to God, in the temple of the Lord, as Mary and Joseph presented Jesus with faith to the Almighty God, we have Jesus. The same way, when we come to the church, we need to be a present to each other. We need to be a blessing to each other. As I told you, in faith and humility, if we offer anyone in this altar, when you attend the Mass, you are going to see the miracles happening in our lives. So let us ask the Holy Spirit to give us that insight which Mary, Joseph, and Simeon, and Anna, who were inspired and encouraged by the Holy Spirit to be blessing to each other. Let us imbibe that spirit as we come to the temple of the Lord. Let's have that faith 
so that we may be witnesses to the world for our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.